everyone, welcome back. I'm your host, Bree Covarubias, and you're listening to Crossfire. Let's jump right into it. Today we have a very special guest, the GOAT, and no, it's not Kobe Bryant, it's not Tom Brady, it's the one and only Nick Source. What's up, guys? Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Bree and I met at uh, Orange Coast College, where I was a uh, team manager for the baseball team and Bree was on the softball team. We had very many mutual friends and we got to know each other pretty well and hung out a bunch. I have, uh, so I've been with the Orange Coast College baseball team since the 2016 fall. And ever since I've been team manager there and we just won the state championship this last spring. Next spring I'll be with the Angels as a clubhouse attendant so i'll be hanging out with the players before and after games i'll be doing errands for them and just hanging out with the players and getting to know them and i'll be playing catch with the right fielder during games and hanging out in the dugout so it should be a pretty fun job and sounds like a fun job i'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty stoked <laughs> <laughs> okay so today's show is going to consist of us recognizing a couple players for the Rookie of the Year Award and Cy Young Award from both the National League and the American League. We're also going to be sharing our thoughts on the investigation and the situation going on with the Houston Astros that was just revealed to us on Tuesday of this week. And then we'll go ahead and close it off with our opinions of who would be the best player in each position in our own opinions. So we're going to go ahead and start off with the Cy Young and Rookie of the Year Awards. So the Houston Astros had their Cy Young Award winner, Justin Verlander, and also the runner-up came from the Houston Astros, which was Garrett Cole. Both of them had tremendous seasons, although Justin Verlander had, uh, rightfully so, the better season and got the more votes to get the Cy Young. Um, for those of you who don't know who what the Cy Young is, it is for the best pitching, the best pitching performance in one single season, um, and they they hand out that award to both leagues in the National League and the American League. They do so with the MVP, which is the most valuable player, and for the uh, for the Rookie of the Years. So both leagues get the right to their Cy Youngs and other awards. Um, Jacob DeGrom had two no-hitters this season, and he also surpassed uh, one of the biggest feats in um, baseball, which is 3,000 strikeouts in a career in 301 season. National League Cy Young winner Jacob DeGrom from the New York Mets. He won the Cy Young last year, so he's gone back-to-back with uh, two Cy Youngs in in his back pocket. He doesn't have a bunch of wins because he's not on the greatest team and he's in a tough division, but he's got a bunch of great stats behind him and he doesn't really get much offense, but the guy just pitches his butt off and he's mm-hmm. a great pitcher, one of the best ERAs in the game. For the National League Rookie of the Years, for both the National League and the American League, let's start off with the National League where we have Pete Alonzo. From the New York Mets, another Mets guy, um, he had the most home runs in, in a rookie season with 53. He was also the home run derby winner, and his nickname is the Polar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
As far as the American League Rookie of the Year, that was Jordan Alvarez from the Houston Astros. He had a batting average of three fifty four, and he drove 30 runs in in just 22 games, with his furthest home run being 474 feet. Absolute monster. <laughs> that ball was crushed. Yeah. They actually they actually painted a, a seat in the... Oh, Minute I Mage, saw that. In the Minute Maid Park, orange, just for his home run. I literally saw landed. that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, to go on with our subject, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Houston Astros. So a lot of people are basically asking, what the hell happened? What's going on with that situation? Basically, on Tuesday, they announced that an investigation was open for the Astros because Mike Fierce told that the team had used a camera in center field to steal signs, and it immediately communicated it to the dugout to inform its hitters, which clearly violated baseball rules. So I actually came across this tweet from an account called John Boy. So this tweet was actually a part of a thread, and I was able to see like a bunch of video examples of this happening. So basically what had happened was... The ver- the first video was of Evan Gaddis hitting, and in the background you can hear bangs, like um, very, very distinct bangs. And I guess players that were obviously from the Astros had been getting their bats and just banging them like on the, on the roofs. Of- like Brett Gardner. Exactly, yeah, yeah no, exactly <laughs> like that, and that's what came to my mind too. But they were banging on the roofs, and... I believe it was like two bangs was for an off-speed pitch. No mm-hmm. bangs was for a fastball, and then one was for a four-seam. So they had like gotten it down to a system. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe the examples were shown when they were playing the White Sox. And this all happened in 2017. But it resurfaced, and someone found this pattern going on when they rewatched these videos. And it just it was brought up to the light. Because no one had knew like no one had known this was going on because no one tried to notice it pretty much. Yeah, and I think a lot of players aren't happy or they're just kind of shocked at what's happened with what the news has brought to us with the Astros and what they've been doing using the cameras to get signs and create this system. Um, I saw a tweet that was tweeted by Aaron Judge, outfielder for the New York Yankees, when this was released, and he was just shocked, saying, wait, what? <laughs> like, he was, like, he wanted like he wanted to get that chance back to yeah. play them and beat them and get a shot to maybe even get to the World Series. Yeah, and, because the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Red Sox were all... Were all in the Astros' way to exactly. win that 2017 World Series. Exactly. So... It's very interesting. There's not a lot. There's still the MLB is still investigating. So there's we'll just have to wait and see what they have to say. Um, I'm sure the most they could possibly do is find the team for their their wrongdoings. Um, there's not much they could do now other than just put an asterisk next to their uh, World Series <laughs> win in 2017. But that's something they'll probably have to live with forever. And same with the Dodgers and. Yankees and Red Sox, which I'm sure they're kicking themselves for not speaking yeah. up before, about it early enough. Definitely. The Nationals didn't have a problem with this. No, though. they didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, they did just fine. Yep. 
Yeah, so that's basically our thoughts on that whole situation. Obviously, it's kind of a sticky situation because we never expected it to happen. I never thought I'd see something like this, honestly. I know. So um, that was pretty interesting. But, I mean, like, we used to steal signs in high school, honestly. But it was different. It's a different environment. Like, you're not playing professionally, right? Yeah, you should be able to steal signs by your own ability not with cameras that's that just made it a whole nother level totally yeah that's just an easy way to get signs you better work yeah figure out how to get signs yep so there's different ways you could do it yourself so so we added a little definition to this whole situation that's going on according to urban dictionary bush league is what we would call this and it's defined as a phrase commonly used in baseball to describe something that is not respectable or sportsmanlike but technically it's not breaking any rules of this game so a lot of people express their feelings on this i saw a lot of people calling it bush league so you know everybody's gonna have their thoughts on it but Pretty interesting, pretty crazy. For another perspective for people that don't know the term Bush League, it's like throwing at a batter when there's nothing that's really happened or just something that doesn't need to be brought upon and it's very um, against the morals of the game. Yeah. It can make people upset. Yeah. How you go about things, so. And another example of this was actually from that thread. I had seen, like, a video of George Springer hitting, and he was down, like, no balls, two strikes. Uh And they had signaled, the Astros had signaled the bangs from the dugout, and he heard it, and he just, like, absolutely crushed a home run. Like, no one does, sorry, but no one does that off of two strikes, and you're not swinging out of your shoes off of an 0-2 count. Totally. So... We're going to go ahead and see who our best players would be in each position in our own opinions. So, Nick, you can go ahead and start. So we're going to name off the best player at each position in our own opinion. So I'll start off with the catcher position. Uh, Catcher, I like Yasmani Grandal for the Milwaukee Brewers. Was also an ex-Dodger. I'm a big Dodgers fan, so All right. he's a he's a good player. I still still got my love for Yazi. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, Yasmani Grandal. He had a phenomenal year for the Milwaukee Brewers. He's also a free agent, so it'll be interesting to see where he lands. Switch hitter, great defensive catcher, had a great year this year. Yep. Bree. Um, I would probably go with Russell Martin. Just because he's always smiling at me, just because I grew up watching him. I always admired him from afar, you know, even though he was a Dodgers Mm -hmm. player and I'm an Angels fan. So, you know, I never really told anyone. I kind of kept it to myself, but he's just a great player (laughs) overall. Um, An old timer, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, so that would be my guy for that position. So we'll move on to first base um, where my. Favorite first baseman to watch in the league. Has a great swing, great left-handed swing. Awesome on the on the diamond with his glove. Uh, that'll be Freddie Freeman. Also uh, went to school right down the street from here at El Medina High School in, in Orange over here. He's a, So he's a local guy. Yeah, just a great guy all around. Picks it quite great at first base, and he's one of the Braves' best player, if not the best, over there for uh, the Atlanta Braves. Nice. So who's your 
first baseman. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really I don't really evaluate first basemen, dude. Why? Like what? I don't know. I mean, you I've got always a bunch obviously to from. You Yeah, got Maggie, but you got Paul Goldsmith. I know. But I can only think of Albert Pujols. He's oh. the only man running through my mind. But he wouldn't be he He's would definitely your mind going No, as a first baseman, like that's the first person I thought of obviously, but like Thinking of Albert Pujols running is really hard (laughs) to think about. Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. From first baseman that I've honestly remembered, probably be like Eric Hosmer. And he's not even all that, to be (laughs) honest. No offense to Hosmer, but... I'll take Pujols over him. I know, right? Same. But, I mean, Pujols is just not fast on his feet. The guy's... He's just there yeah, to get some good. dangers. Yep, yep, the machine. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and move on to our second basements. Second basements to uh, will be uh, my my guy, little guy. But he, <laughs> he's one of the strongest guys in the league for a little guy. Won the MVP in 2017. Might as well put an asterisk over that MVP for the Houston Astros. Jose Altuve, who had a, I don't know if you guys saw, but a it was a uh, game seven or game six uh, walk off home run win to end the world uh, to end the ALCS against the New York Yankees. Um, hit that ball off of Chapman and it was crushed. I think that was one of the coolest moments of the entire postseason. Um, but yeah, great glove at second base. One of the nicest players, coolest players in the MLB. Bats over 300 every single year. He's definitely the most deserving, best second baseman in the league. I would agree with you on that one, honestly. Uh, Jose Altuve is just an all-around guy, in my opinion. Even though he is short. (laughs) Even though he is smaller than the average guy, he plays as big as all of them do. And I think that's a big part of it. Um, I think he, I think there's just not too many other second basemen that come to mind when you think about second base. It's Jose Altuve right off the bat. Yeah, that's why he's such a good player. He just he's tiny and he just hits the ball, hits the yep. heck out of the ball. So. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on to shortstops. So for my shortstop, I got Francisco Lindor, uh, one of the faces of the MLB. He's a switch hitter for the Cleveland Indians. Let's and go, Lindy. He's also on the trade market, trade block for the Indians, so we'll see what happens with that this yep. offseason. Um, I really like Lindor at shortstop, honestly, but I'm going to have to go with Simmons for this one just because he gave me a ball at spring training, <laughs> and he's just an overall great player. Golden Glover, obviously. So, mm-hmm. you know, I always love watching him play. It's, yeah. it's a good – I mean, I'll be, like, watching highlights of him, honestly, at night when I have nothing else to do. Yeah, just because he's so good. Yeah, he's so smooth with it all yeah. the time. So that would be my shortstop. So third baseman, I got uh, another hometown guy out of El Toro High School, Nolan Arenado. Yes, sir. Another gold glover, platinum, platinum glover, actually. Yep. He's uh, one of the best guys with the glove at third base, and shoot, he could he could swing it too. I, I mean, it, it's pretty easy to hit a home run in Colorado, but man, he makes it look like it's hitting a wiffle ball every yep. time he hits the ball. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go with his high school teammate, 
Matt Chapman, baby. Yeah. Love winner. There you go. Another one. But both of those guys are just so so good defensively. I it's an even it's an even win for both of them in my opinion. I'd choose either one, honestly. It's a good position to be in and they yep, rock absolutely. they rock it every yeah. time. Yep. So so we'll go right into the outfield. Um, my first outfielder, we'll name three outfielders. Uh, my first outfielder that I'm going to name for best outfielders will be Christian Yelich. Um, he didn't really get to finish the season, missed the last month of the season, but that guy just puts on a show every single year from start to finish. And he, I mean, he, he might win the MVP tomorrow and, um, he didn't even play the last month of the year. He just had an incredible season, and he's a fun electric player to watch. Also, another hometown guy from California <laughs> at Westlake High School. So, I uh, wait. Sorry, what position did you go outfield. with? Right now? Just any outfielders? Yeah. Okay, Mike Trout. Obviously, <laughs> I think you already knew that one. <laughs> but yeah, Mike Trout is my favorite guy on and off the field. Obviously, everybody knows of him. Humble guy. Just an all-around guy, once again, just like Jose Altuve. The real goat. It's a real goat the right real there, goat. honestly. Yep, goat. just a great guy. I mean, everybody knows that Mike Trout is a great player defensively and offensively. He's definitely one of my favorite players, so I would definitely have to go with Mike Trout. Uh, I'm going to throw out my last outfielder, which will be, uh, hopefully, I hope, I pray for... Dodgers MVP Cody Bellinger. Um, he's he's also a Gold Glover in the outfielder. Yeah, in the his first time. And, um, yeah, I mean he's a very young player. He's got one of those swings that just sticks in your mind, and he's it's a smooth, sexy swing, and he's awesome. At, and had an awesome. He started off started off scorching hot, really cooled off at the end, but those stats in the very beginning of the season really helped him keep it to the very end. I totally agree with that on Cody Bellinger, but I think another big outfielder for me or someone that I really enjoy watching play is Mookie Betts. Yeah, he was an MVP. Oh, yeah, yeah, MVP. 2018. <laughs> but, yeah, that sucks to know yeah. Year, but yeah, yeah awesome. rookie, Mookie Betts. Yeah. Uh, starting pitcher, I got Justin Verlander, which just won the Cy Young. I could... Definitely go with Garrett Cole as well, but mm-hmm. that guy is one of the oldest pitchers in the league, and he's still dominating every year. Yeah. Um, I would have to go with Justin Verlander as well on that one. Obviously not because he won the Cy Young Award, but because he just puts in a lot of work all the time through his many years of playing. I mean, everybody can see it. So, Okay, so thank you, Nick Soros, for being on the show today. We totally enjoyed having you here. As far as everyone listening, thank you so much again for listening and tuning into the podcast. Our Twitter is linked down below, so you can go ahead and give that a follow. But as far as that goes, we are all done for today's episode. We out, baby.